0: What does it mean to be human? What does it truly entail to live in harmony within oneself and with all life on earth heartfelt, welcome, and thank you for tuning into the one voice podcast. I'm your host Samuel, and with the support of the All Foundation, I'm on a mission to share the voices of visionary artists across the earth with humanity. This podcast is my humble attempt at contributing to the fostering of an evolved human consciousness. It serves as a platform for integrating and weaving together wisdom from diverse cultures, religions and traditions in the beauty of creative expression. In this episode of One Voice, I am speaking with Anna Bariani. Anna is the lead singer in the band Kurawaka, a ceremonial facilitator, a mother of two and a wisdom keeper of the North. Anna has spent many years studying various indigenous traditions of the Americas, and is now devoted to revive and to hold space for the wisdom in her own lands of the Arctic North. Tune in as we discuss Kurawaka's new album Dreamtime and its connection to the traditions of the Americas, and even more so the dreamy wintertime in the Arctic, where we may envision a more beautiful expression of ourselves as humanity. I this beautiful prayer that was the concert last night. Absolutely not no. With you and your band Kurawaka, and first I would like to ask if maybe you wanna you wanna give us some background of Kurawaka, like how did it come to be?
1: So, Kurawaka came to be in um, about ten years ago in Brazil. I would I was traveling around and uh, met some of the of two brothers who I was um, who was in the first lineup of Kurawaka and um, Bola Cosmic in Ari Kushmir. and um yeah we started to you know experiment with the sound and was feeling very moved by the ceremonies we were doing at the time where you know it really came out of that uh, ceremonial space never thinking that we ever wanted to sing for anyone else but spirits to nature to waters to lakes but um yeah, we felt really moved to, and it came kind of clear instructions to, to share, um, the music. So we did, and, um, and there it began and kind of slowly circled. Um, a year later, I went to Argentina and met Tawasquez, uh, who is now, um, apart from me, the oldest member still in the band okay. and, uh, he plays, uh, yeah, sikus, flutes, Andean flutes, charango, and brings really this Andean vibe. Uh, he's, a, he's a wonderful musician.
0: So he's the Andes part of
1: He brings a very strong connection with the Andes. Yeah, he's uh, spent a lot of time there. He learned, you know, he the Andean flutes with his master there, and uh, he has a strong connection to to the altiplano of, of the Andes. Yeah.
0: And you come all from the Yawanawa background working with indigenous Thousing.
1: Yeah, that's one part, um, not limited to, but it definitely was this, a big part of my journey was to spend time in the Amazon, in the jungle, both with the Huni Queen and with the Iwanawa, uh, Iwanawa. Um But yeah, it's. I would say that it's a chapter that was important, but it was not the only chapter yeah. that had an influence. Yeah.
0: What does Kurawaka mean? The word.
1: So, it came to it came to us in the time that we were forming the band. We needed a name, and I in that around that time, I was uh, remembering a place that I used to dream of when I was a child, that was called Kūawāka, <laughs> and uh, and, you know, from being around uh, the ceremonies a lot, you know, we talk of kūra, and Kūawāka. Turn into Kurawaka then later when we were in the awanawa village of mutu we learned that waka means water so Kurawaka waka is heal the water or water heals and then later I heard uh, that Kurawaka is also a star uh, in our in our uh, in our galaxy so, it's a few things. But for me, originally, where, where it came from in me was that place I used to dream of a lot, or I used to travel to in my dreams when I was a child.
0: Really beautiful, or something that seems to have no weird significance. the it turns time, that it can have this very deep connection. So it's of my isolus Absolutely. So, Kurawaka is a fusion or a mix of different cultures, of musicians from different peoples, tribes representing different nations. Yeah. Is that an intention behind the music as well? to kind of bridge and to integrate traditions?
1: Um, we never really had a, an intention per se, but it is what it is. And it is, and it, you know, we always had different nationalities. We always had different connections with uh, different type of tribes. Most of us in Kurawaka that has been in a part of the lineup at some point has had a deeper study with a kind of um, indigenous community. Or has had a path or or type of study, and um, and yeah, it, it feels nice to have connection to different uh, to different tribes, different traditions. But each one of us also is very much carrying this prayer to connect to our own roots. know, and uh, yeah, we never really had the intention of of being anything, but it's unfolding like that, and it feels very right. It's uh To have, to embody that bridge is something that I think is very much, um, yeah, something of the beauty in our time, you know, that through these cultural exchanges that people are getting to know the medicines, people are getting to know traditions from different parts of the world, getting familiar with different traditions, feeling more uh, acquainted with the ancient ways, you know, and it's beautiful that we as kind of growing up in modern societies get to, through those keys that they might hold, uh, we get to open the doors to our own um, lineages or our own backgrounds or our ancient traditions or even just connection to our own land and our own roots.
0: And you hold that prayer very strongly as well, from my understanding and my sense of you that they roots to our own lands in, in the north. Yeah. Because it's easy to be like in awe of these indigenous traditions from across the world. But I mean, every land, every culture, every place has its own Um, ancient roots and connection as well. Absolutely. So maybe you would like to share a little bit of like how the energy of the medicine of the north Mm -hmm. is working through you, how you sense it, like how you like to carry that prayer in your life.
1: Prayer. Well, like you say, the you know first to start the, with the the context of of other First Peoples nations that are, you know, alive now and and have their intent, have their cultures uh, intact, have their tradition intact, their rituals, their songs, their um. Yeah, simply their culture, their stories, um, mm-hmm. is so alive and. It's beautiful that they choose to share in this time, you know, for all of us and that they open up things that have been very protected for a long time and for a good reason, and that they, you know, have the trust to open up uh, in the way that they do is, is such, it's really special, really, really, really wonderful. And, and indeed, like that allows us to get familiar to what it is to be outside the box in a little bit, right? It takes us out of the conditioning that we have. It takes us closer to nature. It takes us closer to the spiritual world, to the invisible world. And it allows us to, yeah, to, to get in touch again with what is sacred and sort of what my teachers call the sacred design of life. And what, and then of course, the next step is how is that relevant for us? You know, I was in the jungle and doing deep studies and for, for you know, some time and after a while, it was really clear the, that it came really strongly that the jungle was saying, where the medicine was saying, you can go home, like we don't need more Indians here. We're good. You need to go home and be an Indian in, in your own land. And uh, someone need to be also in your land and take care of those portals because they're opening. And by or through climate change, perhaps, or, you know, things are moving, things are shifting and there are portals that are opening and somebody needs to be there to attend that, you know, to talk to, for example, the ice that is melting in the, in the north, that's water that has been sleeping for maybe 10,000 years and is now maybe longer. And now it's waking up and someone needs to be there to talk to it. Yeah. And, um, and you know, so much has been lost in, in Scandinavia, in most parts of the modern world, people have lost the connection. Um, so we need that reconnection and to find back to our, our true selves, what we're really here to do. And, and yeah, like we talk about a lot, this kind of connect to our original purpose, why does, why, you know, what's the original purpose of human? And surely it is not to have a lot of Instagram followers or to, you know...
0: Hotel cars or...
1: Yeah, or anything like that. what the modern humanist is concerned with, tends to be concerned with. But something way more simple and way more down-to-earth and it's way more yet simple but yet profound and that is way more connected to the land. We're so divorced from the from, oh, from oh. land. Huh?
0: It's the place of wholeness,
1: right, right, and yeah. For me, it has always well since I don't know. I'm yeah around the same maybe eight, nine, eight years eight year, something like that that I came back from the from the jungle and really had this urge to just do the opposite. I just needed snow and ice and darkness and you know arctic winter. I really had a bit of too much stimuli of tropical energy and needed just to, to ground all that astral and just needed to have a long hibernation and kind of go inside and, and let the, let the soul rest. And, uh, that was also a way to really fall deep into our own medicine of our land. Ours being where I was born, I was sculptured into the north with yeah. four seasons and yeah, with with long dark winters and with the really bright light summers and and spring and autumn, you know, changing very um, very clearly. And uh, that's one of the most beautiful things about traveling far away. You really become appreciative pr- appreciative of of what of what you have where you're from and um and the medicine of the north has always been really strong but even more so than and where in the jungle we would sit and call in the spirits and sing to the spirits of the jungle it was comp- totally natural to go to the north and connect to the spirits of the land there sing to the ice sing to the aurora boreal
0: strong here It's <laughs> sorry because it's strong it's why yes especially in the north because there's so much untouched nature yes lola uh uh-huh. so you're saying to the auroras you spent time up in the Arctic. yes what did you feel up there like what's on an energetic plane like is there any way to describe that sensation of the north in words
1: well it's very calm it feels like it's, um, it, you know, all the water that is there crystallized. It has a very clean, pure energy. Um, for me, there's something about the. For me, there's something about the purity of the north that comes with the winter. Like I was saying, in the jungle, I would be really fine in the summer months. And then coming to september october or actually especially in like november december, december january i would just start to get sick i would get you
0: know in the gyro. yeah, yeah. like uh,
1: parasites or just infections or just kind of in the summer in the months nothing mm-hmm. but just feel that i needed to rest i just wanted cold basically and um and i just dreamed every night of being in the in the snow and realizing, like, interesting, no, the, the snow, the cold just kills all of that. There are no, you know, none of those, all that stuff there. Because it's just clean. The the, the the winter really cleans the land. And realizing, like, wow, okay, there's this purity because it's frozen every year. And that just wipes a lot of stuff out that isn't, you know, waiting under the snow for the sun to return, like the seeds. And everything that is not kind of able to go inside and, and hibernate well well, well you know it's a world will we'll, we'll die basically so in spring it's just the cleanest purest land that fresh air and that you know the mountain stream that is starting to f- ripple because it's waking up again it's it's such lovely
0: You can yeah. feel the vitality of life in the springtime absolutely it, in the north it's just lovely life well absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's very
1: special, yeah. That dark uh, winter became like, perhaps for me, one of the best or deepest medicines for me. in um, in just having so much expansion, having so much, having your soul travel so much, work so much, go so many places and take in so much and expand so much. And then you need to kind of, you know, with retreat as well and go deep inside. And just as you, you know, you, you, expand you need to contract and that was um big teaching beautiful beautiful medicine from the north for me and yeah learning to being really inspired by to see how the elements are different in the north see how the fire burns differently has a different color it you know it moves it's the same but it's also different it has its own personality same with the wind it's the air smells different. The water tastes different. Um, you know, everything that comes out of the earth, in each different place of the earth, I suppose, has its own flavor and its own personality. And even though it's all Pachamama, it's all earth, it's all sacred and beautiful, there is something to understand about the relation of one one's own nature and where we were born and our own land and kind of restore that connection and understand Why am I like I am? Why do I flower once a year and not every month? Like maybe they do in Brazil, because it's more of a lunar cycle. Whereas, you know, for us, we really need the seasons to go through the changes that we do and the cycles that we do. And, um, yeah. Interesting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Good. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. I would also like to ask you. You just released. We are about to re- release a new album in a few days. Yeah. Dream time. Yeah. Would like to share what this album is about and, like, maybe in conjunction with that, where is Kurawaka Uh How does it do, in the future? What is the prayer that this album holds?
1: So this um, this album is called Dream Time, and it comes very much out of that well, what I was just talking about—that hibernation, that dream time, when we feel that the nature goes into sleep. And we feel that, at least that's what I was feeling when I was up there a lot, just the, it feels as if the earth is dreaming. You know, you see the aurora boreal and it feels like I saw it as, it's like the dream of the sun. We're dreaming of the sun coming back for everything that's going to happen in the next cycle, kind of feeling how the earth is imprinting all the seeds with the new information, new vitality of what is to come. And that is so, uh, in a way, symbolic. Because we are going through some dark times as a humanity, so it's a good training to connect with the winter. How to get through that, you know? How to find the light in one in the dark? How to find the the hope and how to learn to keep a fire through a long dark winter? That is, um, for me, that has been a very important, yeah, learned, um, a symbol, very very important uh, kind of metaphor of what we're going through as a humanity and kind of have that dream of spring you know and never stop to feed that hope and that feed that prayer that the sun will do come back after every winter it comes back and everything does start to sprout again and grow again and blossom again and trust the cycles of life and trust the cycles of the world and yeah it's it's when it's dark it's it also has and there's something important happening that one needs to somehow not be as scared of but understand you know this like people say a lot when when you're in the dark you might just be a seed planted you know understand that the dark is the soil is dark the night is dark this is kind of good nourishing forces that um that are doing something to us and when something is hard you know we are like plants in a way. We need the light and we need the water to grow, but we need some shit too in order to grow, like fertilizer. Everybody does, we too. And when things get hard, uh, if we can learn to take that as fertilizer, we might grow really great rather than just, you know, let it suffocate us. Um, and for the album, it, it has come out of that, but it has a lot of, you know, also holds the vision of what can be in the new world, what the dream of the new world, you know, when spring comes, what is, what is it going to be like? And try to imagine that, you know, that clean garden of Eden with pure elements, with happy, healthy children and families and animals and everything kind of coming into its right place. And kind of excited to see hopefully one day how um, nature really wanted it all to be. And with all of our genius intellect that humans have, you know are, we, have, we are so cap- capable of creating. And just if we just aligned with our own sacred purpose and just created what we could, it would be amazing. I'm really astonished by that vision and always that is what is driving us to somehow see that happening or try to, at least for us, align with it as much as we can. And if that resonates with more, fantastic. And um, Mm -hmm. the record holds different songs that, in their own way, um, honor either the darkness and that dreaming time, mostly those from the north. And then you have the ones that are more inspired by the the Andes or by the uh, Mexico, by um, yeah, by the jungle also in Brazil. It's in a way there are f- specifically four places that has been a very important part in our life, in our paths, um, that have their expression on the record. It's the north, it's the Arctic, it's the Andes, it's the jungle, the Amazon, and it's uh, the Viricuta desert yeah. of Mexico, that is the land of Cayumari, land of Hikuti. Um, guarded by, principally, the Wiradika people that we have a, a, a connection to. And uh, this year, on this Dreamtime tour, before we went and started the tour, we went to each of those places, uh, minus the North, but in Latin America, we went to the Andes, we presented the... Well, first we went to Virikuta, we presented the songs there, we made the offering, we asked permission, then we drove... Then No, then we went to... Uh, Valle Sagrado to the Andes, we sang the songs there. We made the offering there asked permission. was sat with the elders there. Then we drove to the Amazon um, and then we did the same there. We sang them there, connected there, made the offering there. And then we did the tour and now next week we're going to the Arctic and that's where we're going to round everything up and kind of go back to source and make the last offering and sort of come back to stillness again after a very intense year. So this is the Dreamtime universe.
0: Where will you be next week? Mostly.
1: Yeah, Friday we have the, um, the release party, the release concert uh, in, on the Friday 13th of October. It's going to um, also be the day where the record comes out. It's been three years uh, cooking this album, so it's kind of unbelievable that it's actually finally coming out. Uh, and then we're going to go right to the north. We're going to be having a very special retreat with the voice and the drum called the Aurora Spirit Retreat. So we're doing that for two weeks and connecting at the end of this year with the with the silence, with the, with the frost, with the frozen lands and with the Aurora Boreal, which is very much a, yeah, some kind of, godmother of this vision somehow.
0: Yeah. So closing the loop, I just want to say that I rarely cry, cry about that prayer that in just a sudden, it really touched my heart because mm. it is true. Sure, the winter, the night is time to, to dream, it's the time to go inside. It's the time to envision like what what we can create that's not in the known, but in the unknown Yeah, from our hearts and, and as a collective, we as humanity is also going through some very Dark and profound and prophetic mm-hmm. times. So it's the question of how can we create a more beautiful world for us ourselves and for for our children. <clears throat> and I think you touched upon it, but like, what what do you see in your visions for humanity going forward? Do you have any words on that, like? How can we harmonize with with life on this planet, on this earth? I figured out it.
1: Well, I don't know, but I do feel inspired by how much we are able to do. Like I was saying, how capable we are, how incredibly intelligent we are, and how you know how creative we are. And instead of creating things that maybe we don't need or create things that are a response to being distracted or stimulated in maybe not such a constructive way. Um, I just find it amazing when when people come back to themselves in some kind of connection, they sort of suddenly find alignment with themselves, with with their heart, with uh, with their own gift, with their own talent, with their where they're from, maybe whatever is meaningful to them, that they some, finally some find that connection to, to what is meaningful and from that place start to create, then it's really ins- inspiring to see what comes out. And I get so inspired by, by so many people that are already doing, uh, living out their dream, you know, whether they are quitting their jobs and they go and, you know, get some land and they start to grow their food and they start to you know, keep bees and build dry toilets and, uh, you know, do that part of it, really physically return to the land, which is also for me in in my life and in our life with Kurawaka. is between movement, we we have finally acquired uh, our piece of land that we can connect to, which is for us is what the only thing that really makes sense is to touch the soil and to really uh, live that, um, to plant it and to, yeah, just, the, just having dry toilets, for example, understanding where do we go and do our business. Obviously, we don't do that in the water, which is the purest, most sacred thing that there is. And we go to toilet in that, you know, that's where we are as at, at, at humanity. Understanding, you know, that everything has a place. There are destructive forces in life that are meant to break down our old energy, but we need to be the one to bring it out and know where to put it. We need to work together with how the how the world is working and if we have lost the kind of knowledge of how to do so then we need to ask, get help and fortunately there are wisdom keepers around still that can teach us and remind us No, oh, this goes there. No actually your 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 pool goes in the earth that's food for the earth it's damaging to the water it's like a human uh, for living, human life for dummies in a way but it's it we're still doing that you know yeah. or um plant our food or take care of how to how to you know how to work with soil how to work with the elements how to work with um yeah just ecosystems are so in, incredibly wise and extremely complex and fascinating and simply connect and be a part of that and, and understand how can we serve? How can we uh, help? How can we protect? And what is our purpose in that ecosystem? Is it to, you know, destroy everything or is it to protect everything? And is it to, how can we cultivate the goodness? How How can we cultivate the creative principles in nature? How can we be an extension of the medicine, not just eat a lot of medicine, but or drink a lot of medicine, but how can we you know, act it out, what it actually tells us to do and, and be the medicine also for other people, not necessarily through necessarily shaman, shamanic work or ritualistic work. How can we be that in our offices and in our homes and in our communities and to our circles that are maybe not so into the ways of ceremonies? How can we, you know, um, convey that in a way that is, yeah, kind of authentic, not preaching, but kind of friendly and and true and, and you know, a, w- a way that allows connection rather than the opposite. And um, yeah, hopefully by each one of us just tapping into our own alignment, taking care of our path, taking care of our lessons, taking care of our, and freely sharing it, you know, hopefully that can create some kind of ripples around that hopefully catches on and inspires people to find their purpose and their way and i really see this this um network of just the hubs of light around the planet that are really you know communities finding each other each each soul finding themselves but then connecting to others that are in in a similar process c- connecting with others to co-create uh you know take care of of lands close by, uh, secure, some kind of sanctuaries where where it's just peaceful and good to be, where nature is allowed to, you know, um, rejuvenate, to kind of recover and to become healthy, you know, patches of land healthy, that they may grow stronger, that the community is being bigger, and um, that health is really restored on all levels for all of us. And, um,
0: Kind of trusting that the mother knows exactly what she's doing, and we're a part of that. The we'll seed is within all of us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm a mother too, and I know how hard it is when your kids do the opposite of what they're supposed to. You know, I do feel sometimes that the land must be tired, no, to carry such a bunch of uh, of kids that are not doing at all what they're supposed to. It must be tiring. So also to kind of grow up a little bit, you know, like it's. It's, it's, uh, it's nice to be a child and all, but it's at one point we need to just grow up because we've been kids for way too long really and we're kind of acting as three-year-olds home alone, just throwing stuff around and, and breaking everything. Whereas I feel every, everything is just, ah, like grow up already, no? Yes. And step into our responsibility as, as, as you are mentioning and, and understanding that we carry a huge responsibility.
0: And uh, perhaps, and facilitators of life on this planet, not destroyers.
1: Definitely not destroyers, no. No, no, no we, uh, we have something more important than that to do.
0: Thank you so so much, Anna, for you, for the prayer that you're holding, and thank you for being
1: Likewise, thank much you.
0: Much gratitude for tuning in to One Voice. If you enjoyed today's episode, hit like and subscribe, and follow us on Instagram, so you never miss out on upcoming episodes and feel free to share it with someone you love. Blessings.